What's up, y'all? This is Tony Powell, and you're listening to Powell to the People, a podcast, episode 160. Once again, I'm joined by the finest cast in the whole podcasting universe. When I want to know what's going on with anything New York City transit related, there's no expert I trust more than my cousin, Mr. Keith Powell. What's going on, Keith? Man, I'm good. How y'all guys feeling? And when I want to talk New York TV news, there's nobody I trust more than my favorite director, who's also my brother, Mr. Mark Powell's in the house. What's going on, Mark? What's up, fam? What's up, world? And when I want to talk New York City real estate, there's nobody I trust more than my cousin, the man I call Mr. Eddie Kane Jr., but the world knows is Derek Powell. What's going on, DP? Everything is good. Always good to be in the cipher with the cats. How y'all doing? Uh, we're well. Um, it's It's been an interesting week already. A uh, new week started and we got some kind of funky news today. Uh, we found out that uh, former Secretary of State and, and Chairman of the Joint Chiefs, uh, Secretary of Defense, uh, Colin Powell, passed this this past today, in fact, morning, yeah. uh, as, as uh, a function of uh, his, his health and, and, and a co- he caught COVID. Uh, Colin Powell had been battling... Uh, I forget what the technical term is, but it's cancer of the blood. Uh, his immune system was highly, highly, highly compromised before people start saying, oh, yeah, the COVID killed him, even though he was vaccinated. He was fully vaccinated, um, but his condition made it almost um, impossible to fight pretty much any major infection that would affect your immune system. Um, so, uh, you know, we just want to say uh, rest in power, Mr. Powell, um, you know. Uh, he is he's one of the powers of power to the people today. Uh, let me just uh, go around the room real quick, just just to get a quick take from each of you on on Colin Powell. I'll start with you, Keith. Um, I look at it like this: is a, a man that came from out of New York City, you know, right, um, came out of Harlem to become a four star general, Secretary of State, and it shows that coming from New York or any place else, that you're capable of being something better than what people say that you can't be because they probably told him he'll never amount to anything being a black man in that time you figure it was the 50s he's growing up in and there wasn't right. a lot of avenues for black men at that particular time so he he came a very very long way yeah Good point uh Derek. um when i looked at him um you know just on the surface you see a professional you see somebody who's polished uh he was distinguished um one thing I remember by him, I was I was watching an interview with his wife and himself. And, uh, you know, that's when he was in the office and uh, his wife said that she would never want, you know, because people were saying back then he needs to run for president. He would have been our first African-American president. And his wife, I see her face, you know, she was so kind and humble and she appreciated the accolades. But then she said, no, because I don't want anybody to kill my husband because he would be the first black man, you know, during that time as uh, the president of the United States. And, you know, I, you know, I, 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 I took a step back when I watched that and you fast forward and we got Barack Obama. And that was always one of the fears that I had for him uh, because of the country that we lived in. We saw with uh, the next uh, president, old president on the way uh, our country was. But when it comes to this guy, uh, the professionalism, it was like a neatness about him. I never saw him when he did an interview where he couldn't control it. He articulated well. He looked well. And he really represented African-Americans on the highest of levels. Uh, thank you for your service. Uh, please uh, rest in peace, Colonel Powell. Yeah, I mean, I think all of you guys, I mean, I'll just, you know, just to put a button on it. Um, and, and indeed, he was... Uh, um, 
a truly a positive role model. And to your point, Keith, I mean, you know, he came from really, really humble beginnings. And this is what a lot of people don't realize. I mean, I, you know, you talked about him being very articulate and very well prepared, Derek. Colin Powell was a C student. You know, he was struggling, wow. struggling in school. He, 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 he would he would tell you he was struggling in school. And um, a lot of know, us C students do pretty well eventually. Yeah, <laughs> clearly. Yes, Mark yes, and Anthony, we, we could tell. Yeah, no, I mean, clearly. So, so he, uh, you know, I mean, just, just on that alone, I mean, the fact that, as, as Keith said, he rose through the ranks, yeah. you know, he went to, you know, and, and, and became, uh, reached the heights that he reached yeah. is amazing, you know, and, and yes, he could have been the first black president, although, I, you know, being a lifelong Democrat, I probably wouldn't have voted for no Republican, but you know what? I mean, you know, I would have been all right if he was there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I keep it a hundred, man. You know, I, you know, I know I wouldn't pull a lever, but I mean, you know, I would. Been, you, know, been like, oh, you know what? Hey, that's cool. Um, you know, and 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 I'm I'm saying it facetiously, but a lot of people just don't understand the history of it. Um, the Republican Party is, as they like to refer to themselves, is the party of Lincoln. And historically, historically, some of the first elected black officials were Republicans because they felt that that was the party they needed to belong to. Uh, after emancipation, remember the, uh, the 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 Democrats, the Dixiecrats, um, were the ones trying to keep them down. Mm-hmm. Um, over the course of time, the 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 parties have shifted roles, and so uh, the Democrats have always been the party of working people, and the Republicans have always been the party of of, of business and laissez-faire. But in the fifties and sixties, there was a a sea change and a switch where. Uh, Democrats started to, uh, you know, after you had the segregationists, but but black people started to to come on board with Kennedy uh, and the idea of Kennedy being the president and and, and feeling like he would do something to help, uh, um, in air quotes, the race problem. Uh, so you got a lot of people that became Democrats during that period of time, and then, uh, you know, with Nixon. You know, if you wasn't if you wasn't Democratic, you 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 got on board real quick. Um, so that's really what it was. So Colin Powell is is, you know, like Martin Luther King, who was also a Republican. Uh, he comes from a, a time and a period where that made sense. And also, you know, being a military man, you know, generally speaking, a lot of 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 service members and certainly police members, police, uh, members of the police forces. Are are definitely uh, members of uh, yeah. the Republican Party. So I mean, I'm not I, again. I'm not. I'm not trying to besmirch him. I'm not trying to uh, throw shade. No. Uh, go ahead, Mark. No, no, I was saying for for somebody like him though. Even though I knew his political affiliation, it didn't seem like it was dominant in his life. I mean, he didn't seem to be like um some whether you're a Democrat or a Republican. Where you before they say a word, you see the R or the D. You go, okay, I know where they're going to be. I think he can have been spoken to. On yes. any issue, and that's how that's that's how it was supposed to be anyway. I mean, you should be like, okay, here's a topic, you debate it, I debate it. Let me see what I think makes sense. Versus, you know, you hear some of these political ads, which is funny because they started changing. I was t- talking to, to my wife, but you shouldn't have to know automatically where a person stands by their certain certain trigger words. And he didn't have that. He was seemingly, you know, let's let's th- hear the issue. Let me see what I think makes sense, and that's partly because of. Being, I mean, he was eighty four, so he has some history to his life, but also partially being a military man. Military men can't make absolutes because they have to do what's best for the troops, not a troop, not 
a certain section. They got to listen. We got to make sure the majority of our guys get out, not right. fifty. You know, not not uh, you know, this small percentage. So that's part of the reason why he thought probably that way, and it made it, easy, it made it easier to to listen to somebody like that. And that's how you know, in ideally, yeah, no. politics should be. I, I agree. I agree with that sentiment. I, and again, you know, as a military man, he was he was a pragmatist, you know, and he yes. he believed in you know making the best decision given given the information you have. You make the best decision, and and that's what you really want. That's why you know, again, party aside, that's why he was a great leader. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, and he could get people to follow him. Definitely. But uh, I understand his wife's. I think his wife's name was Alma. I believe. I believe that you know she was her sentiments were correct. Yeah. I mean, you know, we were certainly concerned about Barack Obama. And and in fact, he was, he, you know, Secret Service was on double, double overtime with him yeah. because he received more threats than any other person ever to inhabit that office. And proof of, of the racism that w- was coming at him was the, the, the you know, Cheeto Lini who followed him, uh, Mango Mussolini. You know, I mean, that's... That, that's that's what followed him, you know, because he unleashed that racism on, on on the country with the with the birth of nonsense and and you know we'll never let this happen again kind of thing mm-hmm. and and white folk were like yeah you know what you're right and they're still going they're still going hard mm-hmm. so um, you know we're we're in some some funky times and it's unfortunate that uh, leadership does not reflect you know guys like Colin Powell anymore that's that that's no. that's that's really the the testament to his life is that leadership. In, in politics or in in civil society does not reflect uh a guy like him you know so as, once again rest in power mr powell um we were talking about it off the air and i guess i'll bring it up and, and maybe i have a a, a bone to pick because I've, I've i've been on both sides of this i've been a teacher in new york city and i was in that gifted program at mm-hmm. one point uh, they're trying to get rid of it. They're, actually, they're getting rid of it in the city yeah. because they want everybody to feel, you know, special. special. <sighs> Participation trophy for everybody. Yeah, again. <laughs> again, that bullshit. Me, Come on. Yeah. If your kid ain't smart, this. your kid ain't smart. Come on now. Thank you. Thank you. It's thank just, you. Thank it's you. just simple. And, uh, uh, go, go ahead, Anthony. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm no, no, no. I'm just, I was, I was going to actually piggyback on what you said. Um, in, in the city s- school system, there are clearly some dumb motherfuckers that occupy the city school. <laughs> one runs, one runs oh. the mayor's office. <laughs> so you know, I mean, I'm not disparaging anybody. I'm just saying, you know, just like you know, people say, well, "What a, what a, what a, what a pretty, what a cute baby." Not every baby's not cute. I don't give a damn, you know, because there's ugly adults, which means at some point that was an ugly baby. So let's just call a spade a spade. So every kid is not gifted or talented. And those kids that that have that intellectual gift, and it is a gift. I mean, when kids are you know have, are born and they're young and they have really high IQs, um, you want to put them with other kids right. who are in that same category so that they can all excel. Because it's really tough to teach kids who may be smarter than the teachers that they have. <laughs> in fact. No, in fact, you yeah, it it, it requires a, a a certain certification for teachers to teach a gifted and talented kids. So if you have kids who all have genius level IQs in a classroom, there's thirty of them. You can't be sitting there looking, you know, looking through the teacher's math book trying to find the answers when they they, they talking at you. You gotta know. So 
That's what I'm gonna say about it. I just think it's a mistake. You know, it's it's, it's, it's a gross mistake, Anthony. That as you were saying, I remember when we was in school, they had the what the IGC class, which was real real smart kids. Then you had right. the A, B, C, and then you had the D kids. Now you want to mix them all together. You can't, which which is going to slow the teacher down because the kid that should be in the D class is with everybody else now, and he can't comprehend or she can't comprehend and pick up what's being learned. So now all the kids are going to be put at a disadvantage because now the teacher has to slow down. And right, you know, to make everything, you know, the way we live in this world, like we, I think we talked about sports one time. Me, where Mark was saying about. Everybody gets a a, a a trophy, no matter what place you come in. Now, everything right. is not right. like and that. And you can't make it. Not life. Because this yeah. is not the way the world is. Because you're giving them a hope of something that's not actually going to be true. So when they go right. home, they tell their mother, "Well, mommy, the teacher was set out a little slow," and, and she going, "I know you ain't slow," and go up there and the teacher throws something at the mother, and the mother don't know. That makes them both look bad. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. right. so you, you're putting the pressure on the parent. Now you're putting the pressure on the child. And what you're going to have is a lot of kids that will drop out of school because they're going to feel inferior to what's going on in the classroom. Yeah, I, I was blessed that I was a part of the uh, the IGC program when I was when I was coming up. Really, really, okay, yeah, okay. What you know, I was act like you know, man. I was helping, <laughs> I was helping you with your homework, man. You three years ahead of me, man. <laughs> so you know, when you you put a guy like me in a regular, you know, you know, with the regular students, you know, it, it just wouldn't work for me. You know, I'm not bragging or nothing, but you know, I, I can say I was one of the sharper knives in the drawer, and uh, I. I got some information regarding the gifted and talent program, the way they are doing it now in supervision. You can correct me if I'm wrong. Then tell I was I heard because when I heard about it, that there's dollars attached to it, where it's more money's going to the gifted and talented program than it are going to the other students. And I said, if that is the case, I can understand you want to pull the funding, but maybe you need to get another source of funding for those kids and not take away for the other kids who do need more help. If you put kids who are smarter in a class with regular kids, they're going to get bored. As soon as the teacher gives them the work, give them the work that takes most kids an hour and a half, they done in 15 minutes. So now they got time to kill. So both parties are going to lose if you do the combination. But good news, my man who looked like he's on deck, we know who we're talking about, EA, He's talking about, nah, man, he's got to find something to, to keep that program in place because he wants to keep it going. But this is the last guy, uh, Mayor Disaster, who has this slated to uh, get rid of. Yeah, but I think um, Eric is going to try to keep it going if he's elected. Yeah. Well, the, pr- the, pro- I, I, okay, the problem I have with a lot of this, I mean, first of all, Mayor Disaster is just that. But the problem I have with a lot of this and all this cancel culture slash PC culture is that, in my opinion, Cancel culture slash PC culture assumes everything that was old is bad. Got to make it new to make it correct. And that is such a false premise because there are a lot of things that we did forever that are frowned upon nowadays. Oh, you can't do that anymore. And that's just, just because it's old doesn't mean it's bad. And maybe if it's old, maybe you can tweak it. But these kids and these, you know, horrible uh, uh, administrators scrapped the whole thing. It's like, yeah, maybe that part of, you know, a program X is wrong, but don't just scrap the whole thing. Just tweak it. So if, if say on a hundred dollars, if, if the gifted and talented program is getting a hundred dollars and the regular kids are getting 
70. Well, maybe you figure out some other way to bounce out a little bit, but don't just scrap the whole thing. Because like right. Daryl just said, if you got a bunch of kids who are in that level, a bunch of kids who don't care at all, you're not helping anybody because the smart kids are going to be bored to death or just, you know, fall off with school. And the not so smart kids are going to be, you know, like thinking, well, why am I, why am I even here to begin with? It's such a stupid premise, but man, disaster, such a, such an idiot that he just, (laughs) he just constantly tries to pander to the lowest common denominator, which makes no sense at all. I mean, I'm glad he's on his way out the door, but Everything that's old is not bad, and that is a major problem with cancel culture that I can't take. Let me say this. Um, Life is inherently unfair. There are people who are taller than me. There are people who are shorter than me. There are people that are fatter than me. There are people who are uh, skinnier than me. Um, There are people who can run faster than I can, people who can jump higher than me. There are people who I can run faster than and I can jump higher than. We all have individual gifts. So to try to make things, you know, uh, arbitrarily even, sometimes is, is, is problematic. Right. And and if let's just say for argument's sake, it's a money issue. It costs more money, yes, to provide these kids with the computers that and the resources that they need to excel. It certainly does. Um, and and if and if if the money is is too lopsided. I, I I get it. I, okay, I, you know, I, I I there must be another way to to do it. I think part of the problem with with the allocation of these funds is that it's never been equitable. Allocation of of, of DOE funds, DO uh, yeah, Department of Education, DOE funds is never never equitable. You can go to some schools right now in New York City, and you'll go to one building, and it'll be amazing. And then you'll go to another building where the ceiling is peeling and mm. and and the and, and it's old and it's been built in 1932 and hasn't been updated since. And the rooms are cl- uh, classically hot. You got to open the windows with that big ass pole. <laughs> yeah, uh, um, back. Oh you wow! You know, I mean, you know, <laughs> wow, yeah. I'm I'm just saying, yeah. You know, so so there's never been equity. I mean, you can go to some some of some of you know some of the hoods and 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 these kids are going to these old buildings and and you go to other places, other neighborhoods and the buildings are modern and new. So how is that equitable? Um it, if you want to deal with you know equality, I'm all for it. But as far as is not allowing these kids to have um the resources they need to excel is 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 totally wrong. You know, a part of the um, No Child Left Behind initiative that George Bush, W. Bush came up with, uh, the one thing that I, I thought he did well was that he came up with this thing called No Child Left Behind. And one of the things that it does is it addresses special education. People don't think of the gifted and talented program as special education, but it is and technically special education. Mm-hmm. And one of, the, one of the tenets of it is that uh, every child deserves a uh, an education appropriate to that child. So if your child has uh, uh, sight issues, then you have to come up with a way to educate that child and, and mitigate the sight issues or hearing issues. And this in, or if they have learning other learning uh, disabilities, you have to address that. It's, it's man, it's mandated. You have to address that. Well, if a child has learning abilities that are off the charts, you also have to address that. So to to arbitrarily just you know yank it 
to make everybody feel good. And, you know, everybody gets a participation trophy. Uh, you know, that's crazy. And I know Keith knows about getting a, you shouldn't get a participation trophy for your softball team, Keith, right? <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> not at all. You, you wouldn't I, feel good about that. No, I would not. All right, that's what I'm saying. So you understand. Yeah, yeah, I understand very much so. Yeah, from what I was also <laughs> hearing so. also hearing regarding that program, and it's when you you are tested as you're coming into pre-K. And if you do good on, the, I guess, whatever the little entry exam, that's how you get into the program. And then they follow, you continue to move forward with that. So what it does is, and it's sad, but this is the reality. If I'm a parent and I got a two-year-old, three-year-old, and all I'm doing is letting them watch TV and videos so I can play spades, I can't expect them to pass that test. I, I can't expect them to pass the motherfucking test. However, if I'm sitting down and I'm going over your ABCs and we're counting and I'm just giving you little projects that are appropriate for two and three, I'm expecting you and you're excelling at those. I'm looking for you to continue to excel as I turn you over to the Board of Ed, but I'm still reinforcing that when you get home. What happens is without some of our folks, we don't know how to reinforce or we too tired to reinforce and the kid kind of get lost in the way, but that doesn't mean that the kid who is getting the, the attention at home, who has taken the time to stop what he's doing, look at the educational uh, videos, he should not be able or she to be put in that same box because I'm working harder. And, and that's how I look at it, along with their gift. Yeah, you're so right, Derek. Uh, I'll give you a quick story of myself. Uh, I think I was in the fourth grade, and I, and I thought I was like the best speller in the class, you know. Mm. But I was cheating. <laughs> you know, I was writing the, the words on my hand. Oh, we have a, <laughs> so we're having a spelling bee on that particular day, oh boy. and I go up there and spell arithmetic. Hands and I'm looking 20. at my head in front of the teacher. That proves that I was not the smartest uh, uh, cookie in the class. No, no. <laughs> so on that note, if you don't work on that craft, you can't expect to be in the same exactly. group. You can't you know, be you rewarded. Can't, you can't. You, you can't know. get the participation trophy. No, that that's, that, Mark said it the best. You can't get it. Like right. I, I got to I'm literally, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, uh, this week I'm going through my attic, cleaning out some stuff, and I got a whole section of participation trophies that have – Hey, you showed up. Hey, you showed up too. And thank you. You showed up. It's going to be thrown out because, like my brother, like we all know it, but everybody's afraid to say it out loud. And politicians are the worst ones to say it out loud. Life is not fair. Things are not fair. Sometimes some people have more than others, and that's just the way it is. I mean, it's just Mm -hmm. this is not. That's that is the most basic thing of all animals. Not all cheetahs are the exact same speed. Not all lions have the exact same strength. That's just how we are. Right. And to act as if we are aren't that way is insane. Now, do you want to shun somebody? No. Do you want to make it almost impossible for them to get there? No. But to act as if there aren't special needed, I'm sorry, special needs or special, especially gifted people is insane. We 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 talk about it. We love sports. You, th- I mean, LeBron James is a genetic freak. Who he's six nine, six eight, whatever the heck he is. Two, four. You know, that's not a normal person. So the act as if he's normal <laughs> is insane. You know, Usain Bolt, that's not a normal person. 
I mean, I'm watching, yes, I'm watching, watching Steelers game. And they said something which I never thought about. It made sense. It's like, uh, cause JJ Watt had a good game. It's like, all those Watts have these long arms. Yeah. That's not normal to have arms that damn long. Right. So mm-hmm. that you think, Genetics. okay, fine. You, yeah. It's, it's just genetic. So why are we acting as if, no, 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 you, you know, JJ, your arms are longer. So we're going to, we're going to, um, make you play and you can't put your arms out as far. Right. It's like, that's just insane. That's just not how life is. And, you know, you know, sometimes you got to just deal with that. And the politicians are the worst ones with saying it. They never want to say it because they're always fearful of some person who's probably not going to vote anyway saying, I'm not going to do such and such. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, I mean, I'm glad you, I'm glad you used the animal analogy. That's, that's the old joke about, you know, the two wildebeest sitting in, they see the lion. It's like, well, you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't have to be faster than the lion. I just got to be faster than you. Exactly. <laughs> you going to get eaten. I'm gone. <laughs> you, know, you know, so, and, and in that case, if you we all watch these nature shows, uh, not everybody, not all the wildebeest are created equal. Because yeah. you know? the lion sure finds the weakest out the bunch. And that's yeah, you exactly right. And you eat them. That's it. I mean, you know, and, that, and and the ones that are stronger, they get they get to go where they're going. They finish their migration and, and mate. That's the whole deal. You know, so, I mean, it works out. So I, I just want all these little smart kids to finish their school and and mate. That's it. You know, that's the whole deal. That's 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 what it is. Make more smart kids. That <laughs> way, you, because the, the reality is the, the planet we leaving y'all is gonna be fucked up for a long time. <laughs> so damn, you know, taking away that taking away that money for them kids to learn that science and all that uh-huh. stuff they're gonna need to know to fix this planet is not good fiscal planning at all. I'm just saying. Agree. Agree. Um. Uh, we got another story. I, I, I guess I want to delve into. I, I didn't want to delve into it, but uh, you know, th- th- this this asshole man, it just just it's amazing to me. Um, last week, the Oakland, currently Las Vegas Raiders, fired uh, their head coach John Gruden, guy we call Chucky, uh, and they fired him. Oh, he actually, actually, they didn't even fire him. Let me, let me, let me, let me backtrack a little bit. They did not fire him. They allowed him to resign, which I think is worse because they should have fired his ass the moment those documents came out and they didn't. They allowed him to come on TV and resign with some mealy mouth apology. Apparently, John Gruden had been sending racist, and this is the other issue, been sending racist uh, emails text to his buddy over at the uh, Washington football team. And the reason we call it the Washington football team is because they finally got rid of their racist name. Um, And those uh, as part of the NFL's investigation of, of all of the shenanigans going on at the Washington football franchise, whether it was the uh, sexual harassment, you know, the objectification of women, uh, all manners of, of, of shenanigans. Uh, John Gruden got kind of caught up in there because as they went through all the emails, they found his his funky emails, and uh, he is no longer there. So let me just toss it out to the room. I'll start with you, uh, Keith. Uh, your thoughts? John Gruden's ass. He was he was doing this over a seven year period, and he dating women um, who wanted to be referees, uh, drafting of gay players, insulting black men. Um, the president of the what the National Football League uh, plays association. Yeah, yeah. Morris, he went after him, and he went after your boy Derek Colin, mm-hmm. Kaepernick, mm-hmm. and he said some things about Colin, like really. And you you're supposed to be a, a man of uh, status quo, but it just show 
behind uh, uh, a desk with a computer, people can be very deadly with the things that they say and do. And, you know, for what you perceive on the outside, you know, they figure this is, a, this is a great coach, a great man, and he wouldn't do these things. But this is what he has done. And, you know, he has, you know, he came on, like Anthony said on the thing, with little remorse to me. That's all that was. And the owner of the Raider, uh, Mark, Mark Davis, Davis, yeah, he's an asshole because he said that the NFL is behind, behind this because they don't want the Raiders to win. Hmm. Yes. Good. Dirt. In emails, and I quote, Gruden called the league's commissioner, Roger Goodell, a faggot and a clueless anti-football pussy, and that Goodell should have, should not have pressured Jeff Fisher, then the coach of the Rams, to draft queers, referring to the cat Michael Sam, who was chosen in 2014. This cat has been who he has been. They have known about it. When they allow that fool to resign, I think of a Dave Chappelle skit when they said that black guys need to go to white people court and white people need to go <laughs> to black people court. And Dave is like, you know, he's a crack dealer and they want him to turn himself in. He says, ah, I'll get there. How's 10 o'clock for you? Ah, that's too early. They keep pushing it back. Dave doesn't get there at midnight. That's the way they treated this guy. He's supposed to be fired. He's stepping now and saying, I didn't mean to hurt anybody. What did he think he was doing when he typed the words, reread it, probably put periods and commas in his <laughs> sentence and then hit send and put with a return receipt. Let me know when it's read. So, I mean, what do you mean you didn't mean? It's like, why was he allowed for so long? I refuse to believe that it wasn't on public display, that it just got to the point where somebody got documents in writing and they and they forced the uh, NFL hand, they forced Mark Davis' hand that you got to get rid of this guy, this guy. So Mark calls him up and says, hey, man, the cat's out the bag. Um, I'm not going to fire you, but, you know, you're going to have to resign. And he probably says, well, uh, I'll do it next week. I don't know if we can get away with next week. Let's do this next week and shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm busy today. I'm on the golf course. We just won a game. And then the emails... You know, once the New York Times gets it in the post, it's like it's like a done deal. And where he was put in that position. But to be able to resign, sad on the NFL, sad on Mark Davis, that's unacceptable because there's no way a person of color, whether black, Latino, Asian, Mexican, would have been allowed to get away with that and say, I resign. I love the Raiders. Thank you. I didn't mean to hurt anybody. They'd have had a foot in his ass uh, for the next two years about what he did. Mm hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it, it's it, it. Colin Kaepernick took a knee about racism in America, about police brutality, but, but essentially about racism in America. Mm -hmm. And this guy is writing. I mean, think yes. about think about who he's writing letters to. He's writing letters to a team president of the, of the team named the Washington Redskins, the most racist name mm -hmm. in, in all of sports. He's writing racist emails to the racist president. Uh, uh, not racist president. Well, yeah, I guess he is racist because if he took the emails and read them and didn't rat him out, he's yeah. a racist too. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Because he said this they suspend people for taking amniotic acid. They should cut this fucker. That's what Gruden wrote to Allen, yeah. who's, who's uh, in charge Gruden of the Washington team. Who's the general manager? <laughs> Bruce, like, Bruce Allen. Yeah, Bruce Allen was a he was the general manager of the uh, Washington football team, then yeah. the Redson. So, yeah. I mean, I, we, I guess the real question to me is two things. 
the firing or not firing, I, I get that. Only thing I could possibly say is that, you know, uh, Davis, um, Mark Davis, is far from his father, but I think he's probably kind of tight with the dollar. So if he resigns, it's probably less of a buyout than if you fire him, I'm, I'm assuming. But I'm pretty sure there's also, I'm, but it's also, but, but, but with, see, with me saying that, my next phrase is, but there's also probably a morality clause, which will allow him to fire him without cause. But I, I don't know. So say, however he got let go, he got let go. The real question to me is, obviously somebody in the NFL offices, when they were investigating the Redskins about all the things that are going on, I'm sorry, the, uh, the Washington football team, but all the things going on with them, somebody said, oh my gosh, do you see this? And mm-hmm. leaked it out. So the real question is, I guess two questions. Why was he leaked out? And the bigger question is, we got Bruce Allen. Who else is on in his, in his who else is in this email chain with uh Gruden and, and Bruce Allen? Because usually, you know, something like that, if you're John Gruden, you email Bruce Allen about some things. Well, I'm pretty sure Bruce Allen has some friends too in other in other teams, and he may, you know, forward something to such and such or Mention somebody else. So you got to believe there's no way in the world it was like 5,000 something emails, some kind of crazy number, I think it was, unless I'm cor- incorrect. There's no way in the world these are the only two guys that were saw these emails. So why or who or what is going to be the next dominoes to fall? Because there's got to be something else or somebody else because there's no way in the world that's just going to be Gruden who takes the fall. And I think Bruce is Bruce Allen even the general manager of the, of this, of the uh, football team anymore? Uh- I'm not even sure. I, 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 that I don't know. Yeah, so there's no way in the world he's the only one that's going to fall. Somebody else is in there that's going to be like, "Oh wow, you you saw this email and you were cool with this. You didn't say anything. You didn't you didn't you know raise a flag to Team X or, or to you know NFL PA somebody." So that's what I'm curious to find out because I'm pretty sure when Goodell when Goodell saw that he was like, "Oh really? <laughs> okay. <laughs> well let's let's see who else is now." Goodell has a he's in a compromised position because he can't go but so nuclear because they pay his salary. He's not he's not an independent contractor. He's not like uh like if he was a, a dominant player, he could have more power to do something than he like than he does right now, which seems crazy. He's a commissioner of the N, of the NFL. But right. say he was but Tom he works, Brady. He works for the yeah, he, he works, works for the owners. Yeah, if he was Tom Brady, the biggest name in the business, or somebody, some super talent with nobody, he would have more time more ease to raise hell. Knowing they wanted services more than being employed by these thirty-two guys, thirty-two teams, right? Yeah, thirty-two guys. So, so he's. That's why I think he saw that it was made to his, you know, brought to his attention, and he said, "Okay, fine. Let's let's leak this out and let this let this bleed a little bit." Because I mean, there's no way in the world you have thirty-two owners and you you cool with all thirty-two owners. I'm pretty sure there's some owners in there, some owners slash minor owners and. That you're like, I can't stand this guy. I can't wait to hear for him to get his come up. <laughs> and that's part of the thing. I mean, I mean, this is impossible. So he makes a nice salary, but I'm pretty sure he's like, yeah, I'm going to get such and such because they've always been a jerk to me. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, I I find it hard to believe. I mean, you know, we we got all over uh, Sterling, uh, Donald Sterling, Clippers, yeah, when yeah. yeah when his nonsense came out, but. I don't think he wrote it down. I mean, he got he got he got recorded by his side chick. He got recorded by her, you know. Uh, and 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 those recordings got loose, but he never put it in writing. John Gruden put his stuff in writing. Anytime I send an email to anybody, I I have to be fully mindful of of the fact that I'm saying what I'm saying, and then if it gets out, 
whatever the consequences of what I said, uh, I'll have to deal with. Right. So that way you have to understand your emails are not private. What if somebody hacks your email? Your emails are not private. No. And if you send something really wacky, you don't think for a moment that Alan's not going to go, wow, did you see what John Gruden wrote and show it to somebody, <laughs> somebody else? else. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Definitely, it was forward man. to somebody else. That's just human yeah. nature. That's just human nature. So you check at the forward list. You see the forward list. You see... Shane, and I'm pretty sure in that full list you'll have like uh, you know some LOLs. You have some oh my gosh, oh, you have you'll have Shaking some my people, head. Yeah, you have, you'll have some of that. You have the good and the bad um, because you can't see that and be just like oh you know what I, I'm I'm cool with this and had and have no response. You, more than likely, when you're in that chain, you you're sending to people who are like thinkers, and right, that's what I course. said. I'm pretty sure there's going to be somebody who's going to be. Popped up to be like, oh, you a two brute? Yeah, it's gonna be somebody else in that that chain who uh, who they didn't expect to be the case, and it's gonna be like, wow. I wonder they're if trying they to suppress have, that message. I wonder if they have uh, somewhere you know in their contract, you know, whether it's morale contract where they are mandated reporters, where if it's something like this, you know, you got to bump that up. You oh, just can't yeah. let it sit there. You know, when I was working. If I went into a crib and I saw signs of child abuse, I was a mandated reporter where I had to report right. that because God forbid the way my job works, something happened to that kid. The first thing they looking at, well, who's the last employee in the crib? You know, they're not looking at well, the parents ain't doing the right thing. Were we in that apartment? And if so, what did they know? Did they do anything about it? Because if like Mark is saying, you're sending it to like mine. So it's got to be, a, I'm saying minimum three or four people who have yeah. got those emails. What did they do with it? And if they were mandated reported, did they bump it up? And it just sat on somebody's desk, which is a possibility. Now, in your case, you're, you're working for a government agency, so you don't have a choice. But right. that's the ultimate of, of the private club. So there's no there's no whistle. I'm pretty sure there's no whistleblower protection in that okay. deal. Like if you, if you, I'm pretty sure if you know something was said about player you know player x or owner x there's nobody who says oh you you know we got to report that i mean there's there's no way i mean gotcha. these 32 guys are so tight I mean, think of steves is the thing they're not gonna it's not gonna rat on one another i mean in, right. especially well, he's a coach though but group group john is a coach at the time at the time that he was he wasn't in, in the nfl he was just he was a an espn commentator he wasn't coaching that he was working. But that's ESPN. the other thing, though, too. I mean, but that, that's the whole point. He's on ESPN. He's out there every single day on TV. He's making a ton of money on 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 TV yeah. for ESPN. That means ABC. That means Disney. That owns ABC right. and ESPN. And this has been going on for the last, as we just documented, for eight years. That means this stuff has been flying. Around, it's been sitting there, mm-hmm. just sitting there in the dark for eight years. In cyberspace and didn't know, didn't nobody know nothing. Come on, man. <laughs> I can't figure out how it came to how. That's what I can't figure. Oh, I know how. Okay, I'm gonna keep thinking. How? Go how ahead, Nino. <laughs> well, the, the oddity was how did it come to be? It's because there's once again, it's Bruce Allen is the is the linchpin because if they were, if the Redskins, ooh, I did it again. If the Washington Football Team was never in any trouble for doing anything. Like say it was just, you know, the they say they were the Washington football team for all these years. And even if they had, uh, I guess they was also accused of some sexual uh, misconduct, but say if none of this ever he, happened. Yeah, he was sending pictures of these girls naked, of, yeah. these, of these cheerleaders. So Bruce Allen was, or? 
They were going back and okay. forth, and so, he was, Bruce so, Allen was sending them back, and so Gruden was like, ever, "Yeah, I need oral sex from these people." Oh, so if none has ever happened. Man. See, if none has ever happened, if, if 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 this didn't happen, if these women didn't come forward to trigger this thing, and then of course the the name change, this would have gone on. This you would have never have known because you, well, you right. think Allen's going to round. You know, they were the only reason the emails were were sought because they were looking at the Redskins for the other actions, the sexual. Right. Misconduct action. Well, that's exactly right. Yeah, that's yeah. how, how, how that's it came, a, came, came yeah, It wasn't like they weren't you know, the Yeah, they weren't looking lawsuit. into them for about you know it was that it was so like wait hold on and looking for this we find out it's, it's almost that. like yeah. uh, it's, it, how it, would Al Capone didn't get convicted for being a murderer? He got convicted for tax evasion. Like, I wasn't yeah. looking for that. I got you. you got I wasn't me. looking for that, but that's how I got you. So that's how it happens. Right. Good riddance. Bitch. <laughs> uh, before we go, before we go, it is, it is. I guess the NBA season starts tomorrow or starts Wednesday? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Okay. But varsity Tuesday. starts uh-huh. on Wednesday. Varsity starts on Wednesday. Oh, well, here we go. So, who's varsity? Blue and orange again. The blue and orange varsity. Knicks, baby, you know who varsity is. You know Come the on, Knicks. Baby. You know how we New get York Knicks. So, so the Knicks are going to do it this year? Yes. Damn Skippy. Yeah. In the East? Come yes, on, in the East. We got, we got a mob over there. I don't think they're there, gonna man. finish their uh Kyrie can't play. Ben don't know what he wanna do. Ah, Celtics in ah. trouble. Come on, man. <laughs> what are you talking about? Only one we gotta worry about is the walkie. Hey, 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 Mark. And- Hey, Mark, does Ben have enough juice in his sippy cup? Is he playing? <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I had no idea. Oh, punk, man. They had, I don't want to play with them. He took his basketball. Come on, man. Come out. Yeah. The Philly fans is going to be in his ass this season. He better play. But here's the thing. At least my team has, at the very least, a top. He's definitely a top 10. He may be a top five player. Well, and then. Who? No, Embiid. I'm saying Embiid. Um, so the Knicks, I mean, like I said, my team has at least a top 10, probably top five player. Do the Knicks have a top 30 player on their team? Is Randall top 30? Yeah, Is he top 30? Yes, easily. We ain't going by what? He did it one year. No, no, he did it one year. Can he replicate it? New York fans talking Come playoff time. He got exposed. He just didn't have enough help. But he got a whole lot now. There you go. Really? Who's the help? Yeah. I, help? Did I miss did they sign somebody I don't know about? Okay, let, let, yeah. okay, let, let, let me help. LeBron play for him? <laughs> oh, really? Le, le, is Kobe back? Listen to me. LeBron and his team is the 40 they the 40 and over league over there in the motherfucking <laughs> Lakers, man. Shit. If you if you ain't 37, you can't play for the Lakers, man. They talk about bringing uh what's that boy? Ellis Monte Ellis wanna play with them now. Overpaid man. for Evan Fournier. Overpaid for him. He can he came in and gave him 17 million overpay. I, I don't I don't know if if they have enough. And remember. Tibbs plays already by 42 minutes a game. So, <laughs> so by, by Thanksgiving, you guys going to be sucking win. And, what, and, my, and, and, and for us to be successful, Tibbs has got to go nine or ten players. And this year, we yeah, got okay. nine he's or ten, but we that. don't fall off. I don't know if he's going to go away from that. I don't know if he can do never, it. Never. N- Tibbs. Is, I said, I, I agree, Mark. I don't know no if he chance. can. But 
No. That's like, you know, Ben Simmons hitting a jump shot this year. It, it, it could happen. It's a possibility. <laughs> possibility. I don't care about the jump shot. I just want to make a damn free throw. I don't care if you have to make a so, jump so, so, so just so I'm clear, the, the, the nine or ten deep you're talking about, who, just, just, just so for our audience's sake, because they like okay. comedy. Yeah, I got, I got so the we, we, we picked up comedy. We picked up, we picked up Kimba out of the Bronx, New York City point right? guard. I okay? love Kimba, yeah. We picked up Kimba. We re-signed D Rose in the draft. <laughs> oh, in the, man, you no, no, D Rose. No. What you're not realizing, as long as D Rose can stay, and this comes down to Tibbs again, between that 18 and 23 minute per game, we good. If he tries to give D Rose 30 to 35, he's gonna the, 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 the wheels can't do it any longer. It can't do it. You got Obi, who Obi Toppin, who made first team. Or summer league, he's balling. We still bring it back. <laughs> IQ. Oh, wait, wait, wait! You can't just say he made first team all summer league like that's something. Since when does that ever care about anything? I mean, come Mark, on, he man. made first team. He's letting you know I'm here to you play. Said first you, team all summer, all summer league. league. That's what you said. Well, that's he said it out loud. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 Do you guys want the article for proof? Y'all don't believe me? Oh no, no, no! no, no. I believe you. I okay. believe you. I believe but you. You talking you like that means I'm all no, I'm summer league. It. What I'm saying is he's playing. He got he's, t-shirts. He's working. Exactly. He didn't get participation. He was first team player. So he he's, work, he's working on his game. He's showing you he's putting the work in. First then we picked up Grimes. That proudly, and man. We picked, exactly. We picked the up Grimes, Grimes and Deuce Grimes. in the draft. Yo, I'm telling you, you guys. Well, obviously, the supervisor who said he was with us last year, he don't know what's going on. Obviously, he switched teams again. And I'm putting this October 18th date down. That Anthony is no longer with the blue and orange. I got you. You better hope RJ Barrett lives up to his draft and status he's balling. and and becomes the play that they hoped he would become. Mm-hmm. Because if he doesn't, there's no way in the world. I mean, I didn't think Randall and I will take. I, I was wrong. I didn't think he would be able to sustain it for the whole year, and he did for the whole uh, regular season. Oh, he didn't did. play. If he, he got he he got tired and or exposed with the double team, the, the, the double team, not exposed, the, the double well, team. Well, you can double team if if. Barrett's not doing anything, and I mean, exactly. I you got to hope Kimber is going to do something, but you know, now he's the most healthy player in the world. The last what three years? He, he only got three or four 20, years. Twenty to twenty-five minutes. He That's got it. Tim, but Tim, he got like twenty minutes a game, him, man. He plays people twenty minutes a half. That's why I'm saying, <laughs> Tibbs, Mark, you got to. I want to. I'm going on the record. Tibbs has got to play nine to ten guys. He's got to. If he's if it's not, it's it's a waste to have that talent. It's a waste. You got to keep nine or ten guys healthy. And Kemba Walker, I love Kemba Walker. Yeah. But Kemba Walker needs a walker at this point uh, because his body (laughs) is just, it's just not, it's just not, it's letting him down. I mean, D Rose, I love D Rose, but D Rose has reinvented his game like Grandmama did, like like Larry Johnson did. And he's balling. balling. After the injury. Yeah, but he's he's not D Rose of old. He can give you, like, as you said, 18 solid. But that's assuming that you got a healthy Kemba Walker. That's but we also, but we also got Emmanuel quickly. The other, the, the youngin. Oh wow, yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah, well, you know what? Exactly. <laughs> let me accuse there. Let me call my bookie now. Yeah, let me call my bookie now. <laughs> yeah, put that. Yeah, 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 one of those people last year that said, "Yeah, the Knicks gonna be in last place." How much money did you lose? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I them. You might want to find them fools. <laughs> this is ridiculous. I'll tell you what well, I'm who not wrote doing. with Anthony. First of all, hold on, guys. Who you wrote? We know Mark's with Philly. Me and Derg with the Knicks. 
Who you rolling with? And we don't want to hear a city. We want to hear a name of a team, not a city. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I'm so glad y'all were able to join us again for another episode of Power to the People. If you have not subscribed to Power to the People, make sure that you do. You can find us anywhere you get your podcast on any platform. Uh, you can even ask Alexa to play Power to the People for you. Uh, you can also find us on social media at Facebook at Power to the People or on Twitter at Power to the Peeps, P O W. E-L-L, the number two, which is the amount of games that Knicks are going to win. Uh, oh, fired. D-A-P-E-E-P-S. Power to the peeps on Twitter. And you can find us all on Instagram. We will see you all next week to continue this nonsense. Peace. 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 Peace.